Okay, welcome to another episode of Out the Rabbit Hole here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We're also on the web at KUCI.org. Our usual opening music there from the Stooges, I Gotta Write. Uh, I'm Robert Lorson. It's 4.05 on this Friday afternoon, January 5th, 2007. Before we get going, a couple quick reminders. Uh, Opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of the KUCI staff or management or the UC Board of Regents. And if you want to give me some feedback, you can email me at rglarson at KUCI.org. You can also hit me up on MySpace. That's myspace.com backslash out the rabbit hole. Is there a way that active duty military personnel can openly voice their opposition to the war and appeal to their elected representatives? Yes, it is called Appeal for Redress, and uh, there's a website called appealforredress.org. Our guest today is the man behind it. He is Jonathan Hutto. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Robert, and uh, definitely look forward to sharing this with your listening audience. Okay, well, it's it's my pleasure to to help you do that. Uh, first, let's get started. You are in the U.S. Navy, right? Yes, I'm an active duty uh, member of the U.S. Uh, United Navy, where I'm a, a petty officer E-4 stationed in Norfolk, Virginia. Okay, and what is your your job that you perform there in the Navy? My my rate, that's what they call the job in the Navy. My rate is uh, MC, Mass Communication Specialist. Uh, I actually do a little bit of what you do, <laughs> but just but just not on the same uh, mass scale uh, that you do. And I take photographs, I uh, write stories, and you know help to tell the Navy story from the perspective uh, of the Navy, how the Navy wants it told. So, yes. Yeah, so now let's let's get into this appeal for redress. How did you get started with that? How did that all come about? And what is it? What appeal? Well, the, the motivation uh, for the appeal for redress comes out of the GI movement. Uh, that was a movement of active duty sailors, Marines, and soldiers who were active in the military back in the late 60s, early 70s, and very critical of the occupation there in Vietnam. Uh, so it's out of that history, uh, uh, particularly reading Soldiers in Revolt, which was sent to me while I was actually uh, deployed off the coast of Iraq. And that book really uh, gave me some insight, written by David Courtright, uh, himself, a, a member of the GI movement back during the Vietnam War. And so it's from that book that we gained this motivation, we gained this insight. Uh, we brought Mr. Courtright down in Norfolk, Virginia, to address a meeting of, uh, you know, peace veteran organizations, also active duty uh, military. And from then we began a dialogue to look at how uh, or if there was any way the active duty military today uh, during the Iraq War could also raise some of these issues and concerns. And from the legal research we've done, uh, the appeal for redress is the outgrowth of those discussions in those meetings. And uh, as of yesterday, we had 968 active duty uh, military from across the United States and the world who have signed on with us, fastly approaching 1,000, and uh, about to hit that tipping point, I believe, when uh, a, a good mass uh, will begin to sign on. Okay, so Jonathan, let's say a, um, a uh, soldier or seaman or uh, uh a Marine is listening right now and, and is feeling some of these feelings that they they, they have some problems uh, with the war that's going on, the Iraq war, how it's being conducted, or just that it's being conducted at all, and they want to uh, address those concerns. They should go to your website? Is it, How does this work? Uh, basically, go to our website at uh, appealforredress.org, one word, appealforredress.org. Dot org, and when they go on there, uh, they'll see that statement, that very simple uh, three-sentence statement, as a patriotic American proud 
to serve the nation in uniform. I respectfully uh, ask my leaders in Washington to withdraw all bases and military personnel out of Iraq. Uh, what's taking place currently in Iraq is not working. It's time for U.S. military personnel to come home. Very simple statement. And then they can go into our rights under law section to read up on the rights and, and responsibilities that they have uh, as active duty members of the military. What is it? They can read up what protects them to send this communication. Basically, three DOD directives, uh, the major one being the Military Whistleblower Protection Act, which says that any and all members of the military, uh, without prior command approval and without any reprisals, can communicate with the Congress on any issue. And so it's based on that, that, that that's the basis, really, what the appeal for redress is all about. And uh, so they can do that research, and uh, basically if they, if they agree with us, they can send an appeal in and ask them a few basic questions, uh, you know, their status, names, uh, you know, zip codes, so we can send it to their appropriate congressperson. And also those people need to know that their names will not be published their names will not be put out to the public. The only persons that are going to receive these names are members of Congress, and that's it. Now, so you say you, you do have a legal right to do this, but it, how, does anybody face any sort of reprisals uh, from within the military if it is known that they have expressed this uh, appeal? To our knowledge, uh, no active duty member of the military has any reprisals for having sent in an appeal. And we have uh, military lawyers, those who specialize in military law, particularly uh, from the Center of Conscience and War. Uh, their director, J.E. McNeil, has come on board with us uh, as our legal counsel. Also, the G.I. Rice Hotline, which is a, a hotline that's staffed by 15 uh, veterans peace organizations uh, who, who provide legal counsel uh, to uh, active duty military all over the world. Uh, but no, no one has uh, face any reprisals, and if they do, uh, give us a call immediately. You go to our website. All of our information is there. Give us a call. Call the GI Rights Hotline. Let them know that you are facing reprisal as a result of this, and then we will begin to uh, file the appropriate paperwork under the Military Whistleblower Protection Act, which says that if anyone faces any reprisals, we can file complaints when inspect the generals within the military, and uh, we will be doing that if anyone does face reprisals. And, uh, so again, the website is appealforredress.org, correct? That's right, appealforredress.org. And, uh, you know, come on and sign on up with us because, uh, you know, we've, we've I mean, in this whole dialogue and debate, Robert, I mean, we've heard from, you know, all segments of the U.S. population. We've heard from politicians. We've heard from, you know, different voices out there. But we haven't heard from the men and women uh, who, who are on the front in Iraq, who are some, who are some of them going on their second and third and, sadly, even their fourth tours to Iraq. Uh, men and women who have suffered from all sorts of ailments as a result of this war, family breakups, divorces, post-traumatic stress, uh, people who are being stopped lost, uh, having their, their, their separation dates pushed back further and further. Uh, so we have an obligation uh, to fight for this constituency, these men and women who, who give a lot but don't receive much, and uh, who have who who given so much and receive very little. We have a responsibility to fight for them. Uh, so, Jonathan, why do you oppose the war? Uh, uh, say that question again, Robert. Why do you oppose the Iraq War? I oppose, I oppose the war in Iraq, uh, and I, I started out having my own reservations and misgivings about it, but I would have to oppose the war based on the fact that I don't believe uh, that Iraq ever posed a serious threat uh, to the internal security of the United States of America. I don't believe that the average American citizen who works every day 
uh, you know, takes their children to school and, and does all they can to be a good citizen. I don't believe that their lives were threatened uh, by the government over there. I don't believe that the Iraqi that the Iraq War has benefited the average American at all. And uh, furthermore, I believe that it actually has, uh, has, in the words of uh, former Secretary of State Colin Powell, I believe this war has has broken our military, has strained it, has stretched it beyond capacity, and actually has made us incapable of actually providing proper security and actually fighting a global war on terror. So, for those reasons, right there. Uh, and also just just the basic justification for why the war was fought. Uh, I could go on and on, but I don't believe this war is worth the three hundred plus billion dollars that's been spent thus far. And I know there are some people with uh, appeal for redress who said that they uh, did initially support the war, but what they see going on now is that we're in a situation where we can't win. In fact, I mean, some people even say, "Well, we we won the war if the goal was to." oust Saddam and take Baghdad. Now what we're doing, it's an occupation. And not only that, we're caught in the middle of a civil war between Sunni and Shiites. And how do you win that? Well, it, it, I mean, I mean, still to me, I, I mean, once again, I come back to former Secretary of State Colin Powell, who said that, uh, you know, it's not an inevitable civil war. It is a civil war. Mm-hmm. We're, we're currently in a civil war. Uh, and people just need to call it that. And yes, American troops are caught in the middle of it. Uh, American troops are, are are basically in a in a, in a very uh, you know precarious, dangerous, uh, unwinnable situation, and and I think people just need to be honest about that. Uh, and it's you know and and to think that you know the American people spoke as a voice in this last election, although the appeal for redress is a nonpartisan initiative, uh, we have to say that what made that electorate, what 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 pushed uh, many people out of Congress and out of the Senate. This last election was anguish and disgust over this war in Iraq. It wasn't the economy. The economy was on the upcline. It was this war in Iraq. And so, and so in our view, the government, you know, both sides, Democrats and Republicans, they got a responsibility to actually serve that constituency that voted. We have, and we're going to see whether or not that takes place. Uh, but in three days, our government is going to announce an upsurge in troops, regardless to that election. So in my view... Just as we did in Vietnam, when people do not listen to battle, then it's time for people to take to the streets. It's time for people to organize. It's time for them to get down and dirty in the mud, knock on doors, and, and, and act up, really, you know, in order to make this government heed the call of what the people want. So you have uh, appeal for redress. You have something planned for uh, Martin Luther King Day. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yes, January 15th, of course, the day that we as a nation pause to uh, honor uh, the greatest drum major for peace that ever, ever, ever was born in America, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. On that day, uh, we're going to gather in Norfolk, Virginia. We're going to have a press conference down there at 11 o'clock and going to unveil the appeal for redress to the nation and to the world at large uh, to say uh, as a collective voice of, 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 all, of close to a 1,000 service members as of right now that we want all troops and bases out of Iraq. It's time to bring the troops home. What's currently taking place in Iraq is not working. And at that point, we're going to then go to Washington, D.C., and symbolically deliver these appeals uh, to supporting members of Congress. Uh, furthermore, we're going to keep that website up for at least another month or two to continue to receive appeals, because we know 
that the word is going to continue to spread. And we want as many uh, active service members, reservists, and National Guard. If you're a reservist or a National Guard member, you also can sign up. In fact, if you're an individual ready reserve member, you can also sign up through the appeal for redress. Uh, uh, Jonathan, can you t- talk real quick about uh, the oath you take when you go into the military? Because some of us have never been in the military. You you take an oath to, is it not to defend the Constitution? Can right, right. We, yeah, yeah, all of us take that oath. You raise your right hand and you uh, take an oath. Uh, you solemnly swear, uh, you know, to... Uh, to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. You also swear to obey the orders of those appointed over you. So in a sense, what you're doing is you're taking an oath uh, to defend the Constitution, to defend the Constitution in this country against uh, its enemies, either foreign or domestic. Uh, and so in that sense, um, you know, what, 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 what the American military, what, uh, the overwhelming majority of whom, of course, are enlisted members, uh, they're being told that the fight in Iraq, the occupation of Iraq is in defense of the Constitution. Um, and although we are bound legally to follow those orders, what the appeal for redress does is give active duty members, reservists, and National Guard the opportunity to voice their reservations and misgivings if they eternally believe that that war has nothing to do with defending the Constitution, has nothing to do with defending the Bill of Rights, has everything to do with, with, with fighting for what we believe is conquest, what I believe personally, now I'm not speaking for the appeal here, but what I believe personally is a war for profit and a war that does not benefit working-class Americans. That's my honest view. Well, I, I can't say that I disagree with that. And, and yeah, I, it would seem to me that talking about the oath, if, if there's a war or some action that's being taken, uh, it's being uh, put into effect by the president and or Congress that seems to be unconstitutional that you you're you've made the oath to the constitution not to to the president am i right about that well that is true i mean the oath is to defend the constitution that is true that's what the oath says the oath doesn't say uh to uh, uh to defend anything else but the constitution so on that on that note you are right and uh many of us do feel that uh i'm i'm included that uh, this war has nothing to do with defending the constitution of the united states so, so the the uh, you're uh, you said you haven't rece- suffered any repercussions yourself either, because you're very much out in the open about this. How how do your uh, uh, officers there in the military uh, treat you regarding all of this? Uh, well, well for, for, first and foremost, uh, there hasn't been any formal reprisals at all against me uh, for having for having done so. There haven't been any formal reprisals. Um, I say formal reprisals because, you know, there's all kind of indirect ways uh, in which they could uh, attempt to, uh, you know, do something against you. But, Robert, I'm going to have to close out on you very shortly here. I understand. Uh, I hear a little one in the background there, and I know you did say. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to close out on you. But I thank you for having me on. Uh, Tell your audience there, www.appealforredress.org. Please sign up with us. Please file an appeal. I look forward to seeing everyone there on the 15th in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. All right. Thanks so much for being with us today, Jonathan Hutto. Thank you, Robert. Okay. Take care. Appreciate you. All right. Jonathan Hutto of Appeal for Redress, and that's appealforredress.org. I urge you to check out that website. And uh, if you, even if you're not in the military, it's uh, you, you ought to know about this. It's, it's, uh, 
I think many of us have the feeling that if those who are in the military, that's it. They signed on. They got to go along with the program and they have no uh, uh, opportunity to voice a, a real opposition uh, to an unjust war. But that is uh, not the case. And, and appeal for redress, uh, appeal for redress. Jonathan Hutto and the other members of this organization have, have done the legal research and come to the conclusion that they do have the right to speak out and to directly uh, appeal to their elected representatives. So, yes, and also if you are in the military, I even more strongly urge you to check out appealforredress.org. And, and don't, uh, if you have uh, reservations about this ongoing war, or as we said, occupation of Iraq, don't don't feel disempowered. Don't feel that you can't do anything about it. 